Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome back to The Pulse. My name is Rachel, and I am so excited today to be welcoming Versa, who did a a new release of The Pretender with a group called Vice. And I want to welcome, oh my lord, there's so many, Sarah, Sarah, Emma, Tiffany, and JJ. Hey, ladies, how are you? Hello. Very well, thanks. Awesome. So I'd love to start out just asking, you know, how the idea for The Pretender came into existence. I think it really comes from the fact that partner group, our sister group in this collaboration is called Vice and we're called Versa. And if you uh, have ever heard of the phrase, which I'm sure everybody has, that is the phrase. So it, it just fell together in this beautifully poetic way. But there's some underlying reasoning as well which I'm sure other people can explain. Yeah, sure. I mean, Vice, another all-female group. There's not many female groups that are post-collegiate, so it wasn't hard for the idea to come about. And I think Nikki was in the same group, was in the Rolling Tones with Zsa Zsa. Denise. Denise, sorry, Denise. Yes, Denise was in the same group as Zsa So Denise is the beatboxer from Vice and Zsa Zsa when she was in the Tones. Yes. So Denise, I think when news of Versa coming together hit the internet, Vice was also like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. We've got Vice and then there's Versa in the UK. And then they thought it would be, yeah, it would just be awesome to have a collaboration sometime soon. And then The Pretender happened and it was really, really cool because everyone obviously recorded in their own homes, but the creative side came from both sides of the Atlantic. Yes, that is the ocean between the US and the UK. So... Sarah from no, Sarah from Versa. Sorry, we have Sarah and Sarah in the group, and I make the mistake of mixing the two up very frequently. She was basically the powerhouse behind the whole arrangement, and then Nikki, I think from Vice, helped out a lot with the technical aspects. So getting everyone's recording and then mixing it together, and I think putting the box video together. I think that was Mason, yeah. Or Mason, yeah. Yeah, so a really collaborative group effort, basically. That's one of the nice things, isn't it, weirdly about this time, is that obviously it sucks that we're not all together, but it's a chance to get to do something with people that live so far away from us that because we were recording remotely and then we did our video remotely as well and then just mix it all together it's a a really cool opportunity awesome what what would you say were the parts that might have been easier than they would have been otherwise and what were some of the things that were more challenging Hmm. i'm gonna start with challenging although actually i think i think we solved it pretty well obviously we we can't rehearse together so you know you just have this sheet music you can interpret it in loads of different ways everyone's going to sing with a slightly different kind of power or different part of their voice that you don't really write on sheet music so you know for sure that was very difficult to combat to make sure that it sounded like a really good fused song that blended well but what we did was we we just had a really quick zoom call we just all got on and I just ran through the score and basically said explained it a little bit and kind of sent little voice recordings and things just to try and make it a bit clearer and then Nikki was completely wonderful at editing it all together and I'm sure she kind of had a huge impact on making it sound perfectly blended yeah Yeah. I agree with that I think because we also have a tradition of doing things really, really tight. So we're like, what kind of vowel sounds we want to make? Like we decide all of that as well. And even like coming off the same time, coming on the same time, like just to make sure everything fits so well together. Like that's such a core part of how we rehearse. It was weird not doing that. But another really challenging thing for me was that, you know, Denise is the beatboxer for Vice. And uh, we had this idea to have a massive beatbox section. So quite a lot of us 
contributed beatboxing to this track. But she is also like a professional beatboxer. Like she was a Swiss beatboxer, you know, and everything. So that's like, she's a proper beatboxer. I think um, she was quite demanding what she wanted from the rest of us. So that was a real challenge for me, but somehow managed to make it in the end, thanks to the magic of editing on their side. So in terms of putting together the video, how, how did you guys come up with the idea for the, the concept? How did you come up with the idea? I'm afraid that's a advice question as they are in charge of that. No, I think okay. they said though, they, I can't remember what it was, but they did say they were inspired by, were they inspired by Tessa Rose Jackson's video? Oh, or have so I just completely like that, made yeah. that up? The arrangement was definitely inspired by her version, mm-hmm. but they said they were inspired by a video in terms of sort of colour scheme. They decided sort of like dark, deep reds and blacks and we all sort of wore the same thing and then performed with our white background as is yeah. the case at the moment and then yeah, yeah they did Fun- really funnily enough Denise and I were wearing the, literally the exact same thing like a red blouse inside a black leather jacket I'm like it was not planned I'm guessing you did not see the finished product until it was mostly done Wait, what was your initial impression when you saw it? We thought it was so incredible it was just beautiful and I think what's funny is that when we go oh we're going to make a box video because that's really the the only thing that people can do at the moment it sort of feels like all box videos are the same and you're sort of a bit worried that it won't have your personality stamp on it it will just feel quite square and you know still but just the way it was edited, it really complemented the music. And I think Zara would say, you can back me up on this, but I think you would say that it brought out the arrangement, just the way that it was put together visually as well, which really did your arrangement justice. So yeah, we're so happy with how it looks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this project was so great because I think a lot of collaborations, that's some feedback that I've had personally, actually, is that a lot of collaborations, you know, one person, one group kind of organizes it and then the other group features but with this project, it was we really, really did share the workload and the end product. We had a soloist from each group. Everything was that it was arranged for uh, ten voices. It wasn't arranged for mm. you know, one group plus other voices. Um, yeah. So it was it was great fun to do. Yeah. So it's a protest song, so it was meant to be all angry. So it was quite fun to do that kind of vibe. Mm. I think because we like testing out different vibes. You know, we've have we put out three music videos last year, and each of them has quite a different feel to it. And this is just mm. another nice angle to our repertoire, I guess. But it was not. It was less. It looks really cool i was really pleased because i was so tired i had to get up and do it before work i was like trying to put on full makeup like oh it's seven in the morning but um in the end it turned out it turned out fine and yeah i wanted to just sing praises for it but also we're in it so i don't know how like you know how much (laughs) terrible music video but i absolutely loved it and like sarah's arrangement is amazing obviously awesome do you was it difficult in terms of like how many times did you have to record your own part both vocally and also videographically. I'm not even sure what word to use there, but how many iterations did you have to do in order to make sure that you had enough? I don't know about the others, but I've always been a bit of a perfectionist. (laughs) So even for like our own box videos, whenever we learn a new song, Sarah, musical director of Versa, most of the time get us to send a recording before meeting for like a big rehearsal in person, way before COVID, just to make sure we've all learned our own parts. And I just remember for, especially for this one, The Pretender with Vice, because it was going to be so important. I just remember all my voice recordings or the number of recordings going up to like number... 109, 110, 111, because I was just so picky with how like certain, like the timbres for certain sounds would uh, come out and the same for videography to really portray that emotion in the song and to like get her across in the video was, yeah, it was tricky, but it was good practice, I think definitely for future projects. Yeah, I was going to say, I ended up doing a lot of video takes, but mostly because I'm so not used to seeing myself in cat on like how I perform and I watched it and I was like, oh no. It's awful, isn't it? It's horrible. 
supposed to be something yeah that's so powerful and i was i thought i'd nailed it and then you watch it back and you go that is not what i thought i was doing at all <laughs> so i definitely did a few to try and yeah get to what i thought i was doing in my head but we got there in the end i had to do it twice because i didn't read the instructions and i recorded it the wrong way around yeah. <laughs> I know, something I just uh, it's hard COVID is hard <laughs> well let's take a listen to the pretender by versa and vice here it is Hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. That was awesome. That was so great. And for those of you who are listening to this via the podcast in the show notes, there's a link to the video, which you absolutely must check out. It's great. So I'd like to switch gears a little bit. I heard about your Valentine telegrams, which is something that you guys are doing as we speak. It's kind of end of January. So we have a couple of weeks until Valentine's Day. Can you talk a little bit about your initiative? Yeah. So this is something that came about because around Christmas, you know, we were still all locked down. There was no gigs, everything was cancelled. So we thought we need something, A, maybe something to try and make some money, support us as artists, and B, something to just motivate us through the Christmas season. And also it was a way that we decided to promote a concert that we were doing, which was live from London with the Watchers 8 Foundation. So that was sort of all these three different things came together at once. And we thought, we should sell our a tiny little bit of our singing to people and they can personalize it and use it as a sort of Christmas card type thing. So we did that. We tested it out. We, you know, had a way to buy on our website and stuff. And it was just a really nice, fun little enterprise sort of thing. And yeah, we brought it back for Valentine's Day. We thought we got some great feedback from our customers over Christmas. So we thought it would be great to, to you know, turn it around for a Valentine's thing. The only difference is, I guess, we had some people buying multiple telegrams at Christmas because you can send it out to loads of different people, but I feel like we're only going to get one person buying one each this time. Or not. It's the 21st century. Right. I would say in the Tinder age, you may have more than one. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so the idea is that this Valentine's Day, everyone is sort of locked down. We're all stuck with our loved ones, uh, which could be a good thing, could be a bad. All the time. I know, exactly. Or we're maybe up from our loved ones. So what we're doing with the personalization this time is we don't know what people want to say to their loved ones. It could be, can you please just get out of my sight? Or it could be that they're missing each other a lot. So that's the kind of thing that we're offering. We're saying, you know, you give us the message that you want to pass on and we'll sing it for you, basically. But we're not liable for what happens when your recipient gets it. So (laughs) Is that in the fine print? So how do folks who are interested in purchasing one of these go about doing so? head to our website there's a shop set up there and you can just drop in there's an option for you to say from who to who and then to put the message in but try not to make it too long we gotta make it fit within the music that we have but yeah we hope people will like it the very talented other members of the group came up with the lyrics and the tune and everything and it's quite jaunty and i just i really like it um so i'm quite excited for people to see it too for them to buy it too definitely stands out from your usual valentine telegram i don't know is anyone else doing this idea can you share the url yes that will yeah, be versacapella.com forward slash shop 
and you'll get it in the form of you get the audio file and a little video so if you'd rather send it as a video then it's a cute little thing to send there i love it that's awesome well some of the things that you guys have done in the past you know you talked a little bit about prior about the videos that you were working on kind of as lockdown sort of just prior right around the time lockdown happened and you guys have a pretty wide repertoire you know in terms of the kind of music that you sing and you you had referenced that before as well i wonder if you can talk a little bit about those videos and the repertoire that you guys have yeah for sure so yeah first of all we pride ourselves in that we have a, a hugely wide repertoire we just want to create great music and that comes in so many different forms. So, I mean, one of our early projects, we're still a relatively new group, one of our early projects, which thanks so much to the Vodgesate Foundation for supporting us with this, was that we we filmed three videos in their centre in London, which is a beautiful building. It's kind of an old church. And we, we filmed three videos, which one of them was Last of the Giants, which has got elements of Game of Thrones in, film music-y, atmospheric, but a throat bass from Zsa Zsa. The second one was... Tesla, which is originally by Alt J, with wonderful Emma singing the solo on that. And then the last one, You and I by Stevie Wonder, which is we've got kind of atmospheric, we've got alter- alternative, and then we have smooth, bit jazzy. Yeah. Also a good one for Valentine's Day if you want mm. some background music on your Valentine's yeah, at home day. And also like <laughs> the videos, each of them has a very not only does the music have a very different vibe, but the videos have a very different vibe, which honestly all credit to um, Web Street Studios who helped us with the videography. All three videos are shot in the same day in the same location. But wow. it really doesn't feel like it. If you see it, it really doesn't feel like it's in the same place. And yeah, we had a lot of outfit changes, although I will take full credit for the wardrobe for you and I, because everyone's wearing all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only way we could get it to match was if we all wore Tiff's clothes. Yeah, my place, I live for, I think all of us, like more centrally, so everyone comes to mine for rehearsals and then we did an outfit test and we just couldn't get it to match and I was like, I'll just take all my clothes out of the wardrobe and give it a go and then, yeah, just everything matches because this is one person's taste, so <laughs> that's awesome. That. Beautiful taste, by the way. That's such a cohesive wardrobe. I'm so and, impressed. And the fact that everything, that everyone could fit into everything, I'm like, sizes mm. are just a lie. <laughs> like, everyone can wear <laughs> doesn't matter (laughs) so when you guys hear a piece of music how how do you know it's the right fit for versa how do you know it's the right tone the right sound the right emotion yeah yeah. Uh, to be honest i think we probably work a little bit differently to a lot of other groups and that we don't just have this one sound i don't hear a song and i think oh that'd be amazing acapella i mean obviously sometimes you do but actually I believe that you can create anything a cappella, and you know sometimes we have limitations that won't work with certain songs but then you change the song as in you you change the vibe of the song and you arrange it in a completely different way you know we, we don't just create carbon copies of songs that are already there I mean for me that's not as fun and creative yeah and I think this variety that we have I don't think it's a case of we're sort of searching through everything to find our sound it's like this is us and it's like actually completely okay like who writes the acapella rule books these days who says you have to sound like a certain little genre or like everything you do has to sound like Dua Lipa but like you know there is no rule book and so we're happy to just like spread our wings widely across every genre and just you know make beautiful music that's all we want to do really seems like whatever takes our fancy whatever inspiration you get you just do it I mean as you're saying we have a huge range like we haven't got a tiny little snippet of this but on our instagram as well we have a lot of other little clips from our rehearsals and we did stuff from disney like hercules 
movies have done like a lot of gospel like just like you know just everything so it's just whatever we're interested in I'm recently really interested in music from Wii and Nintendo so that's something that's caught my fancy recently but uh, yeah literally anything that we're doing and you know in the future we might find something that we we love doing more than everything else and then at the moment we're, we're two years old yeah so, I mean, you mentioned that you're a young group. I wonder, you know, what's coming up next for Versa? Where do you see the group going in the next six months to a year? That's a tricky question. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it all depends on everything that's happening in the world. I'm not going to say the name of that disease. I don't want to validate it. But, um... <laughs> it does not need your validation. Uh-huh. No, exactly. <laughs> um, but I think we love live performance. We really want to get back to doing that as soon as we can and as soon as we can do that safely. And we have quite a lot of weddings in the diary over this year and last year. And we're really sad that those couldn't go ahead. But we've rescheduled a lot of them. And we're really looking forward to bringing out that romantic repertoire. That's I know that's what I've missed the most personally. It's like all these weddings things that were planned and we can't go and just have a beautiful happy day with people i think a lot of ideas for more stuff that we can do remotely and one thing i'm personally quite keen on the fact that without having to do live performances we can just layer ourselves up so we can do a lot much Mm. thicker the right word like thicker arrangements that's possible and yeah i mean in a way like not having a because we were quite busy when we first kicked off we had time we did for a period people doing full weekend rehearsals was pretty tough it was was a lot of fun but it was like Mm. exhausting with also having full-time jobs but now having a bit of like slow down like having the time to have ideas like as I mentioned earlier I've been playing tons of video games on lockdown so all those like game music ideas are coming to me I think that wouldn't have happened if we hadn't had the chance to have a pause mm-hmm. and we recently had a brainstorm like a big like what are we doing meeting mm-hmm. on the one hand we want to say what we want to do but we don't want to give it away just yet but there's a lot of cool ideas in the pipeline I think we're going to try and do lots of collaborations a bit more like the one we've done with Vice because it's so fun to get to do stuff like that that we probably wouldn't have normally been able to do we're kind of going to use the time to try a few new things try and work with some people that perhaps we might not have been able to work with before but yeah use the time to try some new things out i love it well with everything that you have going on now and in the future we're so grateful you took some time to spend with us thank you so much thanks for having us so lovely to speak to you you as well that was the ladies of versa Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.